0: Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Ernest Klein's beloved treasure trove of pop culture adventure, Ready Player One, was finally adapted into a feature film by none other than Steven Spielberg. Holy moly! Oh, wait, hang on, we have problems with it. Along the way, you'll get spoilers for both the film and the novel from which it was adapted. You know, there are times in life when... uh, Life itself hands you a great book, Tyler. You know? Life is handing me the book? Yeah, like life itself, circumstances. So it's like serendipity. When by one turn of events or another, uh, you find yourself with a good book. And you sit down and you read the book and you enjoy it. And then the book makes the rounds, you know. You say, hey, so-and-so, you should read this book. And they say, oh, I already have. Or they say, give me that book. And the book is passed around, and everyone's talking mm. about the book.
1: Eventually, the New York Times is like, hey, you should listen to this book.
0: The New York Times is... Bestseller. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they apparently own a monopoly over... On bestsellers. bestsellers. bestseller <laughs> bestsellers. lists. <laughs> and then there are times when life uh, does you one better. And says, this book is now going to be a, a major motion picture. Like most good popular books do become. Often <laughs> often they are purchased and then adapted uh, for sometimes better or Sometimes for, for worse. better,
1: sometimes for worse, right? <laughs> Am I right?
0: Yeah, and Am that's right, what this, this conversation's about. So Patrick's on the show tonight. <laughs> you yeah. read a novel called Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. I have, yeah. And then here recently, you went and saw that uh, Steven, Spielberg's, Steven Spielberg's film adaptation of that novel. I did that as well. Yeah, Mike, you're on the show. Hey, tell us how you uh, exposed. I want to know how f- you took in. I want to <laughs> know
1: Patrick's ratings first. Like, how how would you rate the book?
0: Okay, yeah. Are you fan fan of the book?
1: Uh, I love the
0: book. Super fan of the book. Now, All, how would you
1: five. how would you rate the movie?
2: I did um, 2.75 out of five. Oh, nah, so you
0: liked the movie decidedly less than you liked. Yeah, the book.
2: significantly less.
0: Now,
3: Mike, how
0: how was it that you came to experience the novel?
3: Uh, I was told
0: about the novel, and I said, "Oh, I should listen to that." It's,
3: no,
1: <laughs> if I, if I ever remember this, you were told about the movie, and we were like, "No, nah, it's a book. You should listen, you should read the book," and you're like, oh, "I'll listen to
3: well, it." Well, then I looked at my audio book. And realize, oh, I have this already here. I should like listen mm. to it finally. And so, so you, you, last you, week, while working, I listened to the you, whole thing. Yeah, you hit it hard just
1: to go to the
3: movie. Yeah, fifteen and a half hours just so mm. I could watch the movie. Yeah. And you finished just hours before going to the theater, right? Thirty minutes before. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, so how did you feel about the audio book? Uh, I enjoyed it. I would say four out of five. Yeah, it was mm-hmm.
0: good. Mm-hmm. You yeah, liked how it? about the movie.
3: Uh. Two and a half out of five. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So Once again, less. And then Tyler, you, you read
1: Ready Player One. I did. Yeah. I finished it a couple of years ago, and I really enjoyed it. When it ended, I went, whew, that was good. <laughs> Dang. He <laughs> went, it It's kind of, it's one of those books where it ends, and you're like, man, I wish that this just, I could just keep reading this, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's really one fun. of those worlds that you just enjoy being a part of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed the book. I'd give it a, a five out of five book score but then but then i saw the movie and it wasn't as good (laughs) what would you give the movie uh two and a half maybe three there you go maybe if i see it again it can convince me to go a little higher but two and a half
0: now if you're listening to this episode and being like well i'm not going to relate to anything these guys have to say because they're all nerding out on this book well then boy have we got a guest for you <laughs> and not only that it's a special treat because guess who's back on guess the show back. finally <laughs> is bethany allen
1: where you been, been girl i've
4: been i'm back i've been i've been out Um, finding my groove <laughs> <laughs>
1: This
2: that is how you come back. Not a reference.
1: a <laughs> reference well, to a very a movie obscure. Re- it's a
4: movie reference. <laughs> very
1: <laughs> obscure movie from the
0: nineties or <laughs> what was it, early two thousands. It's a book as well. Yeah, yeah. it's all about her books and movies movie tonight. Book, yeah.
4: mm-hmm. So Bethy
0: got her groove back, and then she came back on the show. There's uh-huh. been many shows w- in which we said, Bethy, please come be on the show, and she said, no.
4: Yeah, that's great. That's accurate, totally accurate. I was like, no, screw that. I'm not doing it.
0: (laughs) Have you even been?
1: Psych.
4: I never ever did that. It's just been complicated.
1: (laughs) Have you been watching movies since the last time you were? Of course, I just
4: watched Room.
0: Mm, Room, right on time. (laughs) (laughs) I just watched Room. Right on time for the 2015 Academy (laughs) Awards. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah. What else? What else? uh, Movie? What other movies have you enjoyed since you've been away?
4: Ragnarok oh, or yeah. Ragnarok, mm-hmm. I loved it. Top yeah. movie of the year for me. Oh, hmm. I think. Oh,
0: uh, okay, this I was liked Lady definitive. Bird,
4: and I know people didn't in this yeah, room. Yeah, you've
0: missed a lot of chances on the show to to defend Lady Bird and or. To join us in hating on uh, Dunkirk.
4: Oh, I hated that garbage. I mean, it oh, was didn't a you hot like the post? pile of garbage. Yeah, I liked The Post. So I didn't like Everybody hated it, The Post. But I, liked I was it.
1: trying to defend it. I liked The Post. Yeah, I liked it. I just said it wasn't as good as Spotlight. It was
4: Spotlight. a smart movie.
1: No, yeah. It didn't. I, didn't, I, only just, I only just found out that the same guy that wrote Spotlight also wrote The Post.
2: It's like, get it. Get a new, get a new, get a <laughs> new <to do. laughs> gag. Get an you know? Academy Awards. He's going to get a new gag. You,
1: you can't do the same gag twice. You hey, do who needs a movie day. about the press?
4: <laughs> if it works, it works. You know. I suppose. Listen, I've been watching TV too, and I know this isn't a podcast about yeah. TV, but I've been watching some good TV. People.
1: No. we... Yeah. We don't talk about television. Okay. Yes. Well, anyway. Tell us about your
0: Hallmark shows. There? But you did okay. Yeah. Can you tell us? Do you have before the sitting down in the theater to watch this movie or even seeing the trailer? Because I seem to recall sitting next to you in a theater earlier in the year, seeing the trailer for Ready Player One, and. <laughs> If you know anything about the, What the first trailer I believe it was Which frightened everyone And we all thought It looked really bad I think most audience members Thought it looked really bad But uh, Bethany leans over And she goes Is that Willy Wonka? Because <laughs> it plays <laughs> well, they were the, playing the pure theme. imagination yeah. song the, Well,
2: she yeah. wasn't far off You know
0: No yeah.
4: because I think Actually the storyline Is a lot like Willy Wonka It is well, So it's I was actually Prophetically yeah. Yeah, was like the Speaking something Prophetic- in the
1: future. <laughs> No it's very It's in the Holiday is a Willy Wonka type
4: Well what?
1: Halliday. The holiday the movie? Holliday. No, the guy James Halliday. 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 Yeah. yeah. I did
2: read that Spielberg was trying Halliday. to get Gene Wilder to be Halliday.
4: No way. He died. he
2: died, yeah. Well,
4: anyway.
0: Wouldn't that have been weird? He also declined before he, he declined, died. He did decline, yeah. Um, oh. Oh. So, d- did you know anything? You remember us talking about the book? Do you remember anything remember about it?
4: I remember you him? talking about the book. One time I went to the hospital and Patrick brought me the book to read, but I didn't read it. So oh, what a nice gesture! I was very, very. You were sweet. in the hospital. Yeah, I went to the hospital. Mm. I have like weird stomach stuff, but I'm fine. <laughs> um,
1: Tell us more about that.
4: <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> anyway, so I um, yeah, I never read the book. So even going into even though
1: the hospital, someone handed you the book, you're like, nah.
4: Because uh, I was reading other stuff, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. What were you reading?
1: I'm the, sure
4: the Bible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, so
1: were reading, stuff. <laughs> you were
0: reading. You uh, were reading reruns of Netflix series or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was anyway, reading some other stuff. It was a new TV drama on BBC. Look, the hating has not stopped. It was about a show about cake. <laughs> I mm. love
4: those cake shows. Anyway, <laughs> all that's to say, I never watched it. So when I went in to see Ready Player One with all these fellas, I had no paradigm except for the tiny snippets that tyler gave me in the car (laughs) oh
1: yeah we're on the way to the theater i don't
4: think you're gonna understand i
1: had to i had to give her a brief summary of what to expect the set i had to give her the setting of the film
0: but you didn't have any faith in the movie you didn't think the movie was gonna explain itself
1: no
2: it's either you didn't have any
1: faith in the movie or you didn't even have any faith in in Bethany, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's probably well. What's accurate. funny? What's funny is that I knew, I knew when she was going to go see Dunkirk that I had to explain to her the setting for that too. Now yeah. it's World War II, they're on a beach, they're fighting, they're British fighting Nazis, and they're trying to retreat. Listen, I want to be
4: clear. Mm. I am an intelligent, attractive <laughs> woman, and the second, I yeah, you know, the I second can point figure that stuff out one. if I had to. But I appreciate the heads up, and I appreciate the the information. But I didn't read the book, so I'm not as nerdy as these fellas about the movie or anything. And I I I actually I I initially scored it 2.75 out of 5. But I'm going to give it 3. <gasps> yeah. An upgrade. Mm-hmm. To three. I thought it, you know, I've been thinking about it for days. That's like a that's something. It's now, a great I story. don't like the anime creature people, but I like I like the concept.
0: Do you feel like Tyler's uh apprehension about your <laughs> ability to comprehend the movie was misplaced or was it an easy movie to track with having not read the book i wasn't explaining the movie to her to to like baby her
1: Uh, i was just trying to help her understand what she was about to get into
4: yeah i just thought all i knew was that it was a video game something
0: i gave her like three sentences about what the movie is do you remember seeing the trailers throughout the year leading up
4: after the movie started and then I was mm. like oh yeah I do remember this thinking oh I don't want to see this <laughs> and then when I was in it, I was like okay I'm seeing this mm. I didn't place that it was the same thing that I had seen before so it was forgettable enough for me to not remember the previews mm.
1: but you still give it a three star out of three out of five star rating well, and you haven't read the book so you're in the same place as us about the film
4: yeah I think that like um I think what I liked about the movie is probably what you like about the book like it's smart and it's like layered, and there's just like imagination so beautifully done. I think I probably liked the same thing you did, but i it did I didn't feel like it was executed. I don't know i I didn't have any expectations, but it didn't feel like it was like they didn't remember what
0: movie you were in.
1: I had low expectations. <laughs> I remember watching the trailer, thinking, "Why? Why are they racing cars?"
0: Yeah, that's how I felt. I read the oh, it's, yeah. So I read, I'm Josh. I read the book a few years ago, and. Um, I can't, I think a few people had recommended the book to me and done that whole, like, oh, it's right up your alley type of thing. And that always you love me the '80s. you don't freaking know what's up my alley. Don't give me that book. <laughs> and then for some yeah, reason. I would I'm, say
1: it is, though, because you're.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> and I was under the impression that it was like a YA thing, which I don't know. Maybe some people would make an argument that it is uh, in some ways. It's a, it's a little too uh, R-rated to be a YA book. Um but uh, at some point, I finally said, okay, I'll read this thing. And and I, like Tyler, when it was over, I was bummed. I was like, that was so much fun. It just felt like um, not only an homage to, you know, a, and not even an homage, just blatantly dealing with like a yeah. myriad of uh, 80s pop culture things. Uh, but it also played out like, you know, a Robert Zemeckis or a Steven Spielberg movie where you have this kind of every man who has to... Go from a bad situation to a better one, and it's an adventure story with lo- It it felt like you know very satisfying in that way, like you were actually reading a Marty McFly type character. Yeah, um, and it rewarded you for the investment you made.
1: Yeah, yeah, you paid attention to these seemingly ridiculous details, and they all come back to reward you in the end.
0: Yeah, which is funny because it you know to be on the internet, I don't know what circles you guys travel in on the internet, but I've noticed that there's at least some group of people in our very own Josiah DePauly, who's on the show often is one of them. There's a group of people who like, uh, f- like need to hate on the book and need to hate on the movie <laughs> They like feel like a deep seated resentment about it because it's so populated with references. Right. So they love to make this accusation that, that all it is is essentially is a never ending list of references. Um, and that's fine. I mean, like it does have a lot of references, but I also felt like the the writing was, uh, in terms of storytelling, pretty sophisticated and smart. It, it especially, I mean, we'll get to this in a second. The way it deviates from the movie, but it takes a few turns that are surprising. And um, the movie, I mean, the book doesn't really make any claims to be something that it isn't. It's not like it tells you it's going to be Tolstoy or something. It's like a right. story about a virtually out reality video game. And people who are obsessed with the 80s, so you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. So, when uh, I'd finished reading the book, and then sh- some, you know, short, super short time later, they're like, oh, the film's in development and Steven Spielberg's going to direct I was like, that's nuts. This guy must just be like peeing his pants with joy that, you know, like it seems like that's a dream come true. Yeah, but
1: when you finish the book and you think, oh, that would be a great movie, you also doubt that it could ever be made. All because right. the, the list of. of <laughs> film properties in this. are right. so is important endless. to the plot. Yeah, it's like how are they ever going to get an X-wing and a DeLorean next to each other in a
0: movie? They could. They couldn't
1: possibly. And they're like, oh, I guess they're going to try.
0: Yeah, I thought I remember us having that conversation back then. Like, oh, they're going to make them. Mo- Wait a minute, how? How are all these different companies and studios and authors <laughs> and toy lot brands going mm-hmm. to all license their properties to be in one thing? But You know, I think back then we were theorizing they're just going to have to take all that stuff out. There's just, they're going to have to find a way to tell the story without all those necessary references. But you're talking about a movie that, like, or a story that hinges on the references. They fact, like Patrick said, they factor in the plot itself pretty heavily. Uh, But then early on in the production, Spielberg's like, oh, everyone's being great. Everyone's giving us, you know, like signing off to let us use stuff. And there were like set photos of uh you know graffiti that you end up seeing like the third act of the movie in ohio or wherever they were uh that had all these blatant you know reference like gizmo spray painted on a wall and stuff like that you're like oh that's okay cool looks like they're working on it but then that first trailer came around and you're like Mm. god that looks awful what is that did the first
1: trailer show footage of them inside the
0: oasis yeah, it was the car race. But
1: right, the car race. But did you get to see the characters themselves, their avatars inside the Oasis? I think a few like flashes of them. Yeah, because they were like talking to each other and stuff. I we feel like s- it was the second trailer. It. There's at least a second trailer where you see, you see that they went full digital. They went full, they went full CG. Yeah, the with, inside of the Oasis is apparently the Polar Express. Yeah, they went full mocap with it, and it's just that weird, uncanny valley. There must have
0: been so many conversations about how to depict the inside of the oasis, right they must have said, "What are we going to do because it can 't look exactly like real life
1: right but in uh, my brain, reading the book, i just I just assumed it was just photorealistic
0: type. Yeah. I thought yeah, I think what I imagined graphics. was something that was photorealistic to a degree, but that had some sheen of like fantastic otherworldliness, almost like the the visual palette of Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Something that's like a little like reference, uh, sparkly and colorful and a little bit like um, unrealistic. Not not necessarily like a scanner darkly or something, but like a...
4: It's exaggerated. Yeah,
0: a layer of heightened reality, not the Polar Express. Sure. You know? So when I see these anime characters like riding bikes to... It's like you can play all the rush you want. It's not... It's not working, man. Mm -hmm. And then you're going, I don't remember a dramatic car race (laughs) (laughs) in the book. Right away. But that's fine. You know, that's
1: fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's what they were leading with in the trailers. Wait, wait, where, what's happening?
0: Yeah. So then, yeah, right away it felt a bit. And then that car chase in particular, especially the footage they showed of it in the trailer, was so like... Someone threw up CG all over the screen. Yeah, you can't yeah. even tell what the heck is going on.
1: So anyway, we all, I think it's safe to say, we all went in with low expectations. We were kind of disappointed thinking, well, we got to go, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. but then I deviated from these guys in that uh, my rating was higher than theirs. I, f- I, like Bethany, would give it a three out of five rather than the two and some change. And I think it was because it, it was... Obvious in the first ten minutes of the movie is like, oh, this is not going to be like the book at all, um, and I can't even remember now how exactly how the movie opens. It's it's him in the stacks, right? Yeah, and
1: he's talking about
0: yeah, s- and then he climbs down and he plugs he in and everything. It's narration so exposition. They're trying to like compact, you know, a hundred pages of the book right <laughs> into this like introduction to give you all this exposition, which is fine. You know, you're I was buckling up for the ride, but. When I was like, oh, it's just not going to be like that. It seems like, you know, 15 minutes in, there's this footage of him walking around the Oasis, and their Tears for Fears is playing in the background, while he's getting ready. Like in the first, and the first puzzle that Halliday set up was a car race, mm-hmm. and you're like, what? No, it wasn't. It is. <laughs> so then I was just like, oh, it's just not going to be anything like the book. They, oh well. Yeah. And then I just watched the movie for what it was, and there were a bunch of things, and I'm sure we'll talk about. It. There were a bunch of things that were, to me, so dumb that I actually kind of. T- was drawn out of the movie for a second went like what why but other than that i found it like really entertaining it's definitely not a boring movie that's for no, sure
1: no it's not okay. i would not say it's boring and i feel like my my reading of the movie is because i'm just too
0: close to the source material well yeah you can't get any closer than mike finishing it <laughs> 30 minutes before he left to go see yeah my Tell,
3: thought my thought wasn't about like uh how are they gonna get all these people involved my thought was like how can you even fit this much in a movie it's yeah. so
1: detailed it's a long so. book with a lot of detail yeah the, and they tried to fit it into a two hour and 20 minute film when really if they wanted to do it right it should have just been a trilogy
0: yeah or at least a two-parter or something like mike has this theory that you know the the novel was adapted allegedly <laughs> by the author of the novel himself and, uh, and Zach Penn. Yeah, the novel was adapted by the author of the novel. So the, the novel, screenplay was written. The novel was adapted as a screenplay yes. by Ernest Klein. Yes, and Zach Penn, who's written some bad screenplays. Uh, no offense, Zach Penn. I know you're listening, so sorry, man. So, yeah. it was, this is what we're here for. People pay us to do this. So seeing Ernest Klein's name up there
1: under screenwriter, I thought, well, I, I guess he's fine with this. Yeah. yeah Mike, doesn't Mike doesn't
0: think he did it. Mike doesn't think he did it.
3: Yeah, I think he was just so stoked to have Spielberg part of it. Like you're just like, mm, okay, because I just <laughs> he's like I this. W- this is the reason why
1: I wrote this book to meet Spielberg.
0: So you think that Ernest Klein screenwriting credit is like a Taylor Swift songwriting credit? Like he was in the room when stuff was happening, and
1: <laughs> yeah, they said, "What do you <laughs> they, think?" They, they and he with said, "Sure." For the character's name
3: again? They're like, oh, what's that character's name again?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Really.
1: Yeah, I just I was disappointed that the the movie only deals with three three adventures for three keys when the book is actually six adventures gates and keys They cut out a lot of
0: content well you knew that was going to happen how can we we can't possibly see 400 pages in two uh, two and a half hours right but then they also changed a lot of it (laughs) (laughs) i think we're we're not doing war games we're going to do the shining yeah (laughs) the shining was such a strange choice i think it must have been you know if you're it's so weird because to look at reviews of the movie's Some of the complaints about it are, Oh, it's nothing but eighties nostalgia. I'm like, it's really not that much eighties anything. Mm -hmm. I mean Uh, like some nineties in there. It's just pop culture everything. Yeah. Yeah. And when you cast when you cast a net that wide, it just starts to feel so much like it can be anything in the whole world. How come the shining? Like how I mean like why not, I guess, is a fine statement. But when did the shining come out? It came out in the seventies. Seventies, yeah. So
1: that's even It's even before
0: holiday. It starts to feel tacky. I think the charm of the book is that there's a good reason in the story for the whole world to have a fascination with 80s pop culture again in the future, in a dystopian future. And there's certainly a very good reason for the main characters to have a deep-seated fascination with 80s pop culture.
1: Yeah. Well, that's my my criticism of Josiah's criticism, (laughs) is that... Essentially, it's he's they've created this virtual virtual reality, this shared virtual reality for the world to collectively contribute to. So of course, it's just going to be filled to the brim with every single popular culture reference you can imagine. Now, the reason that we're stuck in the '80s references in the book is. Is because Halliday was obsessed with the '80s, and they're trying to get inside Halliday's mind and find his Easter eggs. So everyone's obsessed with the '80s, and there's people who are criticized Ready Player One because it's like, well, if if this was a real a real shared world that anybody in in the population could contribute to, there would be worlds dedicated to Harry Potter or the Ninja Turtles or. Twilight, you know, it'd be it'd be anything that anybody wanted. It was like, well, we're just assuming that it's it is out there. Yeah, we're, just, yeah. we're, we're just holiday didn't care. We're focusing yeah. on like the the adventure of we're, finding that Easter egg. We're finding that Easter egg. We, and I don't think holiday cared about Twilight. I think yeah. it's
4: really helpful to know that the reason it's the eighties is because holiday wanted I cared about it. I don't think I connected the dots. I couldn't figure out what the fatuation was was with. You didn't get that from those
0: flashbacks with Halliday and all his Space Invader T-shirts and things like that. I mean, like well, I
4: picked about? up that he was from—he was building it in the '80s, whatever. I just didn't, and maybe I'm just dumb. Well,
1: no, <laughs> I, <laughs> he was. His childhood was the. It's got to be 80s. one or the other. This This is actually set in the future, so he doesn't launch the Oasis until like the 2000s. But in the film, you see that he was a child of the '80s, and so that's where he, he yeah.
0: got his. Yeah, he sat his, in his room playing Atari, and yeah, that's, that's where he. His
4: but it's weird that an entire population of people. You know, I mean, it's just crazy that they. It it makes sense conceptually. I think that's like a brilliant thing. But like that they liked, they were in, understood or part of or I don't know cared about the 80s because he did because he built the Oasis or they whatever. they
0: had to well they want to find that egg and get his fortune
1: right they want they want his fortune to the Willy Wonka right. aspect of it they're trying to inherit the chocolate factory but what's interesting to me is that it didn't it didn't pro, I didn't process this when, when I was reading the book because the book was written in 2011 and so we all can relate to the 80s references in it but the characters in the story especially in the movie they're set in what 20 thousand 20 40 something so essentially, they're as far removed from the '80s as we are from like the '20s, you know. Yeah. So it's like they're studying an era that's so yeah, far it's beyond, beyond them. Research, yeah. Yeah, and and it's it's like we don't care about the Roaring '20s or the but '30s. Speak for yourself, <laughs> cat. I don't have any nostalgia <laughs> for those times. So they were obsessed with that because of Holiday's affection and the way he he hid his eggs. Yeah, and I thought that...
2: I just thought the movie kind of uh, glossed over that aspect of it. Like, uh, it, when there were, like, callbacks to the 80s, it just didn't really feel like they needed to be there because we didn't really. I didn't really. That feel was like lip
0: service to fans of the. Yeah. source It material. was
2: because it didn't. There was a brief dialogue where they were like quizzing each other over you know Halliday's uh, preferences and opinions and like you know his favorite things. You mean in the movie, it's Artemis. In the and movie, yeah, where Wade, in they yeah. Well, yeah. I there's mean, two like groups.
1: There's the the Gunters. The I there's Artemis and yeah. and H and Wade and then there's also I'm also thinking about the all the researchers that work for ioi in that, yeah, in the that Sixers. room oh the yeah Sixers. the holiday scholars <laughs> yeah the scholars yeah
2: yeah they just kept saying holiday scholars but they didn't really say that this dude was obsessed like in the book they just kept saying he was obsessed with the 80s and that's why everything's hyper-focused
1: here
4: that i didn't because i didn't get that and well, well, that's I'm, not I'm in the who movie really know. and right. and even the
1: it's subtle in the movie yeah, yeah
4: i think i just i didn't connect like why ninja turtles why people were taking the avatar of a ninja turtle or like a <laughs> whatever a transform or whatever i'm like
3: yeah.
4: why though in my head i was conceptually thinking like why are you being these weird things from the past um, mighty man or what was the guy's name or he-man or whatever it was mm-hmm. like everyone He-Man. i was like I why are you picking He-Man was
0: these in there, mighty man
1: avatars mighty man. <laughs>
0: There's that's a new character
1: you can going create. Like Mighty
4: Mouse, maybe. Mighty yeah. Mouse? Know. I'm sure
1: there's a Mighty Mouse <laughs> but, in there somewhere. But I didn't... Go back and watch. Like, He's running around.
4: <laughs> but that's why it was so confusing, because I was like, okay, I don't understand. I wouldn't pick that. Like, I would be something Who would odd you pick? and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. she
3: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
4: so,
0: so, we also have to assume function. at
2: this point, if... That iteration of the Ninja Turtles we saw, you know, the newest, the microwave ones. Yeah, It was the 2000s. Yeah, one, yeah. There's, Between now and 2046, there's no other iterations of the Turtles yeah, that it. come <laughs> out. Someone chose that as their favorite right. iteration. The there's, there's no fighting game better than Street Fighter because they were all in it, but nothing, you know. That's yeah.
0: one of the moments I'm talking about because I'm like, man... Never would anyone out of all the different versions of Ninja Turtles, no one would pick the stupid new Michael Ninja Day Turtles. Ones. Yeah. They would pick any other version.
1: But is it the possible
4: they only got the liberties or license for those? <laughs> and that's why they had to like, well, like, well use the crappy yeah. ones? Steven Spielberg,
1: he was throwing in more
0: relevant current references. Yeah. But there's here's another question, though, on that note is that when you're watching this thing and there's just got to be dozens of references that we all missed because there's just so much on the screen. I just couldn't help but think to myself things like, what? Spawn? Why Spawn? And then I would say, man, Steven Spielberg don't know who Spawn is. You mean to tell me Steven Spielberg was like the freaking Halo guys come running in on the the screen? I'm like, Halo? Halo Halo? No one in 2045 cares about Halo. Spielberg Maybe don't they're want still Halo? making those
2: in twenty forty five. I don't
0: know. And that's what Mike that's one of Mike's beefs. He was like, Man, Steven Spielberg was must have been checked out or something. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I mean but I do, I just keep thinking and seeing that spawn part. He's pretty <laughs> featured on the screen. Yeah, he's like second, right in the middle like, of the shot okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think that they were just like showing him things. They're like, here's our new List yeah. of characters. He's he was like, looking at his right, watch. Yep, he was looking at his watch and be like, "Sure, I'm
0: sure that's somebody." <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> wasn't Steven Spielberg reluctant to include any of his own properties in this movie? That they could be too self gratifying. Yeah, like, he
0: said he purposefully took them out. So there's references to a lot of Spielberg films in the novel, um, but the T Rex from he's Jurassic like, Park's like native too good in for there,
1: that? and the race. So that's the yeah. T Rex from Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah, and this th- here's another. This is the dichotomy of the movie because the race is a great example when wade solves the puzzle of the first race which ends up being a reference to bill and ted a very obscure reference to he's like i wish we could, you know halliday says i wish we could just go backward as fast as we can uh, bill and ted did it yeah <laughs> and then he's like oh okay so he drives his car backward beneath the race and uh as dumb as the whole race premise was to me personally i still was really entertained by this yeah. so visually it was really cool and uh, that
1: secret that secret like cheat code thing going back yeah. the whole time was i cool. was like
0: oh that's neat and then yeah. be, uh, being in a movie theater was a really cool like we saw it on you know a huge screen with atmos and it was really loud and really immersive. I was like, oh, this is actually really exciting. Yeah. Even though in my head I'm going, this is dumb, man. Yeah. He's racing a car. <laughs> <laughs> He's racing his DeLorean against a rex What are you well, doing to us, Spielberg?
1: Cool you making us hate ourselves
2: for doing yeah. this. Just to race
0: his DeLorean against King Kong.
2: <laughs> Here's my question. So at the race it starts out and, you know, uh, he we see Artemis and everything. And he, like, jumps up and does, like, at the spiral to save her from going in getting konged you know
0: yeah getting called out. uh,
2: (laughs) then he says no one ever gets past kong like they've done it over and over again and always get stuck there but she didn't know that right because she was going for it yeah so so this is the first i thought she was like supposed to be the best but this is the first time doing the race no
0: no she explains that she says that like she's willing to zero out Oh, she was just. If it go means for it, that yeah. she could po- that maybe she could possibly do it for her, the stakes yeah, are much believed. higher than just like, you know, Wade wants a better life for himself, and yeah, I but mean, that's understand. all. I don't think she's going to gonna go.
1: jump over Kong. <laughs> she didn't. You she know. Didn't. You know what my frustration was in that scene is when they were going underneath some semi truck and she slid sideways on her motorcycle and then he he flipped up the wheels on his DeLorean so he could go down a little lower and slide underneath it. I thought, oh, that was cool, but. If he's got the Delorean from Back to the Future too, why the heck isn't he
0: flying around? <laughs> his then, mo- his model doesn't do that. Maybe it's illegal in the And OSes. then
1: later on in the in the final act, where they're having that whole war scene, he's just driving around on the battlefield. I'm thinking, what are you doing? Fly! <laughs>
2: I get the rule for the race: the wheels have to touch the ground. Well, that's what I think.
0: But <laughs> so I don't know why he was making it up. Now. I don't know why he wasn't flying in the in the tundra. He should have been. See that's another thing because the the, the reason that the eighties thing works so well in the novel, contrary to Josiah DePauli's opinion, I'm gonna ask him to listen to this episode just so he can hear us grumping on him. <laughs> is because it grounds it in a it puts like some bars up around the pop culture references and that it makes it feel like there's a reason for it to be this, not that. You know? So right. it's like, oh, he has to solve a puzzle in the novel by acting out the entire movie of war games. And why would it be War Games? Why not any other movie? Because that's a quintessential 1980s tech movie. Right. Like it would make perfect sense for Halliday to pick War Games as opposed to, you know, Spawn. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then that felt like you're not wondering, why wouldn't it be some other? Or wouldn't it be cooler if it was this? It makes perfect sense. You're going to have references to John Hughes and to Rush and to, you know, Tears for Fears, all that kinds of stuff. Uh, But in the movie, it just makes you feel like, how come the How come the Shining? Just because they saw it on a date, or you know, why yeah. Chucky? Why, why like Chucky? Yeah, because yeah, why I they mean, like Chucky loose. <laughs> yeah, they they put such a big joke on the Chucky gag <laughs> that one F word in the movie goes to Chucky, and you're like, and when at that point you've already seen Freddy and Jason, right? Which I guess yeah are all also seventies and eighties. I'm missing argue.
4: all those people. I just did see it? Chucky.
0: You didn't see Freddy and Jason they were in there they featured pretty heavily.
2: Yes, yeah, so think about it like this too like these guys are just picking avatars of their favorite characters from the yesteryears, you know. So one random person in the millions of people pick Freddy, one random person fixed Jason. They're just and they happen to square off. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> they were just walking around looking for each other. <laughs> and my,
0: <laughs> Mike made fun of me for bringing this up like 10 times, but the Battletoads were in the movie like three <laughs> different times. It just boggled my mind that, like, <laughs> really? The Battletoads, this stupid Nintendo game? It's like, why do Maybe we keep seeing the dumb Battletoads?
2: Maybe Halliday liked Battletoads.
0: <laughs> Someone did. And then there's, like, this uh, really huge alien reference in the middle of the movie that's like, I guess. Uh, yeah. and okay, the, yeah. But the alien reference comes when Artemis shows up. In a suit of Goro from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> and then a chest burster pops out of Goro. Right. And you're just like, what, what are we doing?
1: Yeah. She's going to disguise, yeah. Yeah,
0: I was being Tyler in the theater. What, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah too, many, said, too many convoluted. Here's
1: things. your disguise. Put on these Clark Kent glasses.
0: What? I don't.
4: Maybe <laughs> I enjoyed this because I missed all of these references. The guy didn't pick up, I don't even know half of what you're talking
0: about. You mean about. to tell me you didn't say that's Goro. <laughs> 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 what the heck is Goro doing this? Look at Spawn. <laughs> Should we know that stuff? Or codes or whatever. <laughs> well part of <laughs> part of the charm
2: of, of the book is you know and I know they're different and that's fine but it was like the references had a point like we were saying you know like when it came time to like oh man they gotta play Joust we knew what Joust was because of the conversations leading up to it and we got excited even if you didn't know what Joust was you were excited because of the way they set it up these challenges and things you're just like it's just a
0: car race yeah race. just
2: for the sake of doing it it didn't feel as genuine or feel like
0: yeah I like the you know there's Tyler's complaints there's just not enough space to develop the themes that get developed uh, in depth in the novel The did but a trilogy but the the <laughs> idea of studying Halliday Was a really entertaining bit Or motif in the novel That like Wade kept You know Journals And he kept like A database Yeah
1: He had his own Basement hideout That he had paper journals
0: And then in in His actual avatar Had like a collection Of uh, his holy grail diary Mm Mm-hmm. That he kept all his Halliday knowledge in and cross reference things. Yeah. And he and H would... They had uh, language that they used to talk about what was canon and what was not right. canon. Canon is what Halliday actually did like and approve of. and So they had yeah. all these arguments about like, Lady Hawk and how Halliday liked Lady Hawk. And then you know, there's nods to him in the movie. There's a Lady Hawk poster in Halliday's bedroom or yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah, we, we lost that whole basement hideout, Wade Watts' basement hideout in the movie. Well, now we you get H's... Yeah. Shopping
0: garage where we he built an, an iron a giant. Yeah, from 1999 <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that was. And,
2: and some of it just didn't make sense. Like when they were in The Shining, I thought that looked cool because I like The Shining, and I was like, "Oh, that's neat." And it looked so, it looked really neat. However, they did that was cool. And then all of a sudden, there's ghosts flying around, and you have to jump on the ghosts.
0: See, that didn't even make that made no sense to me because I'm like. Well now, what's the reference? Because there's no ghosts in the. I mean, there's no like zombies flying and dancing. It's like turned into the haunted mansion. Well, ride. yeah, they
1: tried. They, there was a quick line of exposition where they tried to explain that, where, where they're like, oh, this is this is because he didn't want to dance on his first date, and these are the zombies from one of his first games, and they were. Oh yeah. They were gonna see the shining. That just seems so clunky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: That was really, I was so fascinated by the shining sequence cuz I was trying to figure out how in the world they were doing it. There was some really quality special effects I I know you guys yeah. listened to the podcast. My as well. my criticism
1: early on was why did they make the oasis look so weird and then when they got into it I'm like, "Oh, it's working. It's working." A lot of the stuff they did, especially the dumb dance, it let me say, in the book the worst, by far the worst scene in the book is when they go to the dance and they turn into the whole lava lamp thing. Agreed. Yeah, and I agree. then the the worst scene in the movie was the dance as well, where they do the whole disco. Yeah, they started to do Saturday are Night are Fever
0: we? for a second. Yeah,
1: then um, why um, are we doing that like a
4: reference to the dance, dance revolution thing? It felt like it. Yeah, know. It was a reference to the John Travolta movie as
0: well.
1: I thought it
4: was like a video, an arcade game or something. And I was like, that's why they're doing it.
1: Anyway, what was I saying? Nope. The uh, the visuals <laughs> the right. visuals worked. I was I was very skeptical at first, but I I forgot
0: that it was just all yeah. I did CG. too. I came home and I told Abby. She was like, "Did it look the, as bad?" And I said, "Well, two things. One, you get you just forget. Like it stopped bothering me pretty quick. Yeah. And then the other thing is, I really think that I haven't cross referenced them or anything, but I think the CG and the trail the first trailer wasn't near done or something, because it's it looked a lot better to me. Yeah, it looked good. When I was actually watching it. There, I mean, there were still some things that were distracting, like when they did long close-ups of their big anime eyes and stuff like that. But, and Spawn. <laughs> I'm never going to get over Spawn. I, uh, <laughs> I also, <clears throat> the, the, the
1: dance scene is frustrating. Because one, when you're arriving at the dance, it's pretty exciting. That's where they describe all the vehicles that people like to drive in the book. That's where you actually are supposed to be able to see a Delorean parked like in the valet next to the next wing.
3: You're yeah. like oh, this is
1: park. cool. Everyone's everyone's really pulling out their their shiniest pop culture references for this dance. Yeah, and then you go into the dance, and that's dumb. But the uh, the weapon he uses in the dance was awesome. The Zemeckis Rubik's Cube.
0: Yeah, the Zemeckis Cube turns time back.
1: Yeah, yeah, for for sixty seconds or whatever. And when he activated it, you got to hear the theme from Back to the Future. Yeah, that was oh, cool. That's yeah. cool. That's that great.
0: Good. I liked that. That movie ruled. It was a great, great <laughs> movie. There Back one, the future was. There was two things on the ride <laughs> to the theater. I said, uh, "Man, here's the two things I just want to see in the movie. If the rest of it sucks, I would just, I just want to see this depicted in a film." One was. Scene in the novel where he plays joust against a lich from Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. which is one of my favorite. Right. That's he's just not in there. Where
1: he's he's playing a game in a game. He's yeah. playing an arcade console versus a fictional
0: character. Yeah. yeah, and there's this. Yeah, it's really comedic, and they like he asks if he can switch sides with this skeleton monster because he doesn't <laughs> like to play on the left or whatever. Right. Uh, so that's not in there. But then the other thing was, I just want to see Mechagodzilla. I want to see a big cool CG Mechagodzilla Mechagodzilla spo- shows up he shows in up. the movie yeah, and he was cool and it plays the theme from the original Godzilla film and it looks neat
4: he was big <laughs> Big old was Godzilla. he was big
0: did you guys yeah. notice that when I rock brought the uh artifact out it was in a, the mogwai box yeah. from gremlins
3: let's talk about I rock because <laughs> I think you liked I rock bethy you?
0: was cracking up what? at everything I rock I said i can't remember who that is the tj the miller character <laughs> that yeah. was talking about how he needed a physical therapist because his his
3: <laughs> for his neck multiple scenes
4: <laughs> oh yeah yeah he's got like holes in his body he's <laughs> got yeah. the,
1: the skull in his body yeah,
4: yeah. i liked him <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah he was great
4: he was funny he was just like you know he's got a little bit of the iron man in him he had he the dumbest
0: lines But they were funny For some reason Talking. Voila is funny. <laughs> Which because is French For really giant I giant figured it out <laughs> <laughs> He's like
4: this really giant Weird scary looking thing But is, he's like a normal guy uh-huh. That was funny about it It was ironic
0: Did you guys laugh When he said the uh, <laughs> When the bad guy Was about to set the bomb off And he was like Step two And he's like Oh I thought you were bluffing I got like ten years worth Of crap in me right now Yeah Because <laughs> the, their characters Accumulate all their yeah. Artifacts that was funny. He
1: just became a big pile of coins. Yeah, yeah.
0: He was trying <laughs> so
2: hard to yeah to be, get to the portal in time. Good times. <laughs>
0: well, I guess we loved it. <laughs> Mike, do you want to say your line that you worked on so hard about the quality of the screenplay?
4: Oh, yeah. No, say just, that line.
3: Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was working, and I was just thinking of like working through my emotions the day after, thinking, like, what the heck did we just see? And I thought... Given the source material, everyone loved the book. It was so good. 400 pages, 15 and a half hours of listening to that. Uh-huh. A lot of detail. Given the source material, I thought, anyone could take that, read it, stick a pencil up their butt, eraser side out, oh, gosh. and then they could write a screenplay better than that. Oof.
1: So you. So with the <laughs> and then he still, Then he still <laughs> gave it two and a half stars. Sorry, <laughs> a half stars. <laughs> okay. Dang. Dang. So, so I don't think Ruiz
3: Klein was part of it That's, my, that's what interesting. I
1: think. So uh, I'm actually interested to see uh, How you guys feel about some of the other major changes Like how did you feel about Artemis in the? How did you Did you like Artemis Bethany
4: No cause I don't like anime
1: Yeah why was she like a you? pink spiky anime uh, Yeah thing. I didn't like her avatar I just but just like did you she like didn't
4: like look like herself did Yeah th- did I like her Sure yeah I liked her the, strong, human, the human version? Yeah. Strong, smart. In the
1: in the book, she's not really leading a rebellion, but in the movie, they made her far more of a, a, p- a powerful character in the storyline. Yeah, but... Leading a rebellion in real life. Yeah. With a warehouse full of people listening to her orders and then...
4: Yeah. Part of a little gang. I liked her. She, she was cool. a strong female character. I thought I she was cool in the movie. Her. Yeah. I hated her pink avatar. Yeah, yeah I, pink didn't like I didn't like I it either.
1: I didn't like it. weird hair. Almost, sometimes <laughs> you're like,
4: I can't watch this because your eyes are so weird. <laughs> like you don't, you don't. You're not even like a real avatar. Avatars don't even look like that.
0: How did you guys feel about? What would your avatar be? Oh, we didn't decide, Shira. From He-Man
1: that, That's how we gotta close
0: well, out Everybody's that gotta say, that say that maybe, maybe, yeah,
1: You think about it We'll end the episode With us all
4: So it's a cartoon or something You can be anything Anything, you want. anything
1: in the whole anything world Anything you want It could be of It your could your be Goro <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could be of your, your own, own creation <laughs> Or it could be a character From any could Battle you, It could be That thing, thing is Ryan called Goro right?
4: Oh my gosh So yeah. you think
1: about that But uh, how did you guys feel About Artemis Being the one that goes Into IOI Instead of Percival
0: I didn't have a problem Perzival. I didn't have a problem with it being Artemis as opposed to Wade but the, the thing third that was act of the book
1: is pretty exciting with Wade going into IOI.
0: Yeah, I could just tell that we were already running out of time so there was no way that part was going to be really developed.
3: Yeah, that's uh, a big section of the book.
0: Yeah, and then the the it's very satisfying in the the way it's written in the novel to keep you in the dark until the last possible second cuz mm. you're like what the heck yeah. is he doing yeah. and he's never going to get out of there and um, and he's come up with a really clever way to, you know, engineer something really, and <laughs> which involves uh, him hijacking a Johnny Five robot from Short Circuit to uh, bring a bomb into I the. I would have definitely cath- liked that. Yeah, I was kind of hoping scene. we'd see that guy, but none of that's in the uh, movie. Instead, they just throw Artemis in the thing for five minutes. And, and then, then she just kind of runs out the door. Her and escape then. is just yeah. like, oh, reach above your head. There's an escape. <laughs> There's an escape latch. <laughs> <laughs> no one's done that yet. <laughs> but yeah. Bethany, having not read the book, did wh- did you think anything weird about that scene where she gets herself locked up, or did it feel like, like it was not too long, not too short? were we reading into it too much?
4: Where she gets herself locked up in that white thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, she becomes an they they indentured servant to pay off her
4: debts. Yeah, I didn't think it was weird. I didn't notice that it was corporations
1: not. are evil in the future too. Shuffling. Yeah,
4: and he can make he you. Slaves. was the hero, and so right. it was like she was gonna sacrifice for him because it was like that was that was a weird part of the movie where it became really apparent. Very, it felt like really fast that everyone was like, he's gonna be the hero. Like there mm-hmm. was no struggle for him to be the hero or something, and I. So she was like, I'm going to race you. I'm going to beat you. And then all of a sudden she was like, okay, you do everything. You be the hero guy and I'll just support you and we'll right. all support you in that endeavor. So I don't know. Like I thought that was a little bit weird. That caught me off guard, but I didn't think it was weird that yeah. she was a captive person because she was, she was dying on the sword or laying down. What's the phrase? Falling on falling the sword. Falling on the sword. Dying on him. the
0: sword, laying down the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. you know, did you guys ever stop and think uh, while you're watching it? It's like, okay, well I'll believe that when he's strapped into this like rubber latex you know uh, yeah. scuba suit, then yeah, he feels stuff and he's walking on an omnidirectional treadmill and mm-hmm. all that. He probably feels pretty immersed, right? He's sure. got goggles around yeah. his vision and what? but Why the rest of these really? guys are just sitting in a chair in a trailer. You're like yeah. Man, you don't feel like you're in the oasis. <laughs> There's no way but that one girl there. had a
2: pole she was dancing on. Isn't
1: it uh isn't it odd though that his his bodysuit that's meant to meant to help him feel everything he does in the Oasis, that the exterior of it had orange glow of handprints.
0: Yeah, that's what we
1: could see. That's so we could see. <laughs> yeah. But but
0: in in real
1: in real life in this there's no
0: reason for that to Exists. In fact, it could, I could so. see how it could be embarrassing. Plus, he
3: was going to do it in front of somebody else, and they would be like, ooh,
4: something's yeah. happening. They're
0: like, whoa, so, whoa, something's
1: weird. Are those handprints on your <laughs> yeah. 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 How did you guys feel about H? Because H had a little bit of changes from the book to the movie.
0: Yeah, he and then you know the, the twist is that uh, she, it's actually she. H the avatar was a funny character. It, it had kind of like I don't know. At first, I was just like, it's a monster. It's an actual yeah, monster.
1: A monster driving around Bigfoot.
0: Yeah, but then yeah, k- they funny. they played him for laughs, and he was pretty. The, his whole bit in The Shining was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, I'm gonna go he for it. He walks into <laughs> the scariest scene in The Shining, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, sorry, naked lady. <laughs> 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 You're trying to get some self care." <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Then did you think for a second when uh, Jack it would like show Jack Nicholson's feet that you were like, oh wow, are they gonna show a CG Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson, but no, no they did He went into the haunted mansion instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I,
1: d- I didn't think that the uh, the girl playing H was fa- very fantastic actress. She was know. in
0: it for like one second. I know
1: but but she
4: right. matched her cartoon thing, her avatar. She like I don't know.
0: You saying she's a monster? No, I just with think, like, it was guts. great
4: to, it was, like, a, you know, behind every avatar is, like, this human, and I felt like, oh, she was, like, so human, and she probably would pick a big monster, I don't know, I felt like it was, like, realistic.
1: Yeah, yeah they were best friends, and she was trying to warn him not to fall in love with Artemis, because he could
0: be a guy named,
1: what was it, the what was the joke they made? Them I don't with? know,
0: a fat guy in the basement fat. somewhere. Yeah. Because she knew that she had been dishonest with her right, presentation yeah. of herself in Which the Oasis. she
1: herself was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm.
4: That's a liked. good twist. Yeah. yeah, it was like very catfishy. Yeah,
0: it was it's exactly catfishy.
1: Always <laughs> was catfish. But it, uh, it in the in the book. See, I'm too close to the material. In the book, it's their their connection is but stronger. In the big. It's stronger, and like the reveal is more powerful because
0: it's a 400 page novel. Tower. Yeah,
1: but it felt weird that. That Artemis just somehow knew all of the rest of their phone numbers and told them to come meet them in Columbus just in time for the warehouse to be raided. and. and oh,
2: to I can't remember. Did it not tell us how she did that? She just said Artemis told us and then yep. they were there
1: and they were just you know, standing outside said, waiting she, for him.
0: Artemis. So not the not Kat Karen or whatever her name is not Karen whatever her real name, Amanda, whatever her real name was. Uh, Sh- Shelly, Samantha, no, <laughs> Aaron, of those. It was something I Bethany, than that. <laughs> Artemis sent them messages in the Oasis. Samantha. She didn't want to be called Sam. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just the same way that right before Wade gets, you know, sucked out of the Oasis or whatever he did when they trick the guy. He's like, sends a message really quick. Tell someone walk my dog for me. Right. So they could send each other Oasis mails. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It do sounds like we need to go see it again.
4: Tyler. That stuff can happen. I've got a funny
0: anecdote about now, this movie. But <laughs> We're all in the theater sitting down to watch uh, Ready Player One. And right as the movie is starting, trailers are over. It's the opening moments of the film. Uh... I see a group of people that I recognize come in. I'm like, oh, I know them. I wonder what they're doing. And then uh, a few di- and then a few minutes into the movie, or I guess it was about a half hour to an hour, the whole group leaves. And Are I'm those like, teenagers? Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's They left weird. during The Shining. To yeah. So I was like, oh, I wonder if they were upset about that or something. So then I saw Spoilers them. Spoilers for The Shining. Maybe. Yeah. They're like, oh, we haven't seen The Shining. We've got to get out of here. <laughs> Turns out yeah, that's not the case because then I saw them and I says to them, I says were you guys at the movies they said yeah i said i saw you in there and then they immediately sensed like uh disapproval was coming they started to go oh yeah we're so sorry yeah we left so sorry like i was gonna be upset with them about it and uh i said what's going on and they says to me they says oh we were with this girl and she said she thought it was cheesy so we all had to go what? I said, <laughs> it, I said, help me understand this <laughs> because I'm so confused. Some girl. I said, did she drive everyone or something? They were like, no, no, no. And I'm like, and you guys all paid to see the movie? Yeah, yeah. It's like 15 bucks, you know. Yeah. I'm like, and she just said this is cheesy. She thought it was cheesy, so everyone has to go. They're Dang. Like, yeah. She's the Queen,
4: I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I was <laughs> like,
0: it she sounds, sounds awesome. like a real she, Bethy. She runs that town. <laughs> 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 Dang. Because let me tell you, if Bethy would have turned around to us and been like, this is cheesy, y'all, I'm, I would have rocketed up out of
1: my mm-hmm. seat. All we of them would have been out We're out done. leapt
4: up out <laughs> of their <laughs> seats and followed me.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember them walking out. Now I'm so I'm so frustrated with that. <laughs> <laughs> Some girl thought it was cheesy. She's she's right. It was <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> yeah. Can't blame her that bad.
0: She missed the most thrilling sequence, which was the big fight at the end with the robots. Yeah, maybe everything. that would have
2: turned it. I have another funny story from our night there at the movies is when uh, um, the Iron Giant is going into the lava and then he yeah. does a thumbs up. <laughs> when it does a Terminator thumbs up, we all leaned in and looked at each other <laughs> as if to say. Because that was pretty her. great. Yeah, and then afterwards we were like, that was that was really funny, right? I fun. rolled
1: my eyes in the theater and then I thought, ah, it's, well, I guess it's fine. Yeah, we'll <laughs> I didn't it.
4: know what it was in reference to. Yeah,
1: Bethany
0: <laughs> was sitting there going, what?
1: Yeah, <laughs> i know i kept doing remember this with the thumbs up going down and making this gesture and she's like what i don't it's terminator it is i don't know yeah I'm so my like, oh,
2: age at the last moment realize i'm dead but i gotta do this funny thing as i'm going out That's <laughs> <laughs> like that's great
1: yeah they found ways to incorporate more relevant
0: it's references freaking yeah. chucky how'd
1: you feel about o- ogden morrow's character I mean he was in it for like ten seconds. That dumb that dumb
0: butler what oh, was yeah. he? Had? Oh yeah, right. The he, library. Was he was Robot Jeeves. Jeeves. Yeah. I, I kinda yeah. I don't know. I didn't hate the, I didn't hate that the twist was that he was the curator of the Halliday Museum right. and I didn't hate the way that they found to get way to get his, you know, one up. Uh I liked yeah, to he flipped in, the quarter. in the novel better. But it made sense in the context of the movie. They were like he, made a bit, he arbitrarily made a bet. It was kind of the same uh, red herring that it was in the novel where you're like, oh, I guess this was for nothing and it's so insignificant. He gets his quarter. You think to yourself that has to be for a reason, but then we move on so quickly that you kind of forget. Right. So it was cool. He got his he got his extra life. He won, man. Yeah, I would like to have
2: seen more of him and I don't know why they focus so much on the girl. On Artemis? Kira? Yeah. No, Kira. on his oh, wife. right. 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 Yeah. The love interest. That was like... You know, move the whole plot of the movie of the mystery of it all. It was weird.
0: Yeah. I did enjoy um, the dude's uh, depiction of Halliday. I thought it was an interesting kind of. Yeah, he of was great.
1: He was from um, Bridge of Spies. He won an Oscar for best
0: supporting actor.
3: Really? Oh, well,
4: yeah, he yeah. was. He was the.
0: Mark Rylance.
4: German I thought it was Russia. distracting. I was like, this well, guy is
3: not like. No, the book did not make him seem that off. No, right? he like t- he, even...
0: he did his own take on the character. Yeah, it was I like, like...
3: It. <clears throat> I was like this. It's man like a dude with Aspergers. This... I understand, yeah. but like, they, it seemed like they had to keep like, like reining him in just to get. I know we're seeing just weird snippets and stuff, but like. I'm like this guy created this company. Like, man, he was whatever.
0: brilliant. He you know, he was really he good. He
4: partner. was like Willy Wonka. Okay, fine, I'm wrong.
0: Well,
1: um, he was Willy Wonka Savant. meets Steve Jobs, and they even reference the Steve Jobs thing yeah. in the movie. They
2: had
0: odd so, balance. Just because
3: you say Steve Jobs doesn't mean he comes off the screen as like, oh, I can see that bringing a Steve Jobs. No, type he did thing. his own. I see that guy's like, I don't his know. Own know if this guy's version of it. Yeah, I pretty good,
2: Mike. Mike, you're totally wrong. Never mind. I like,
0: I liked the scene. Shut up, Mike. at The conclusion of the movie when he's in Halliday's childhood bedroom um, and Halliday is delivering this kind of uh, profound monologue about how he spent his whole life terrified of the world Mm -hmm. as someone who presumably did have uh, Asperger's or something like that so he's like uh, saying that he he was terrified of other people and how to relate to them and he said but then he you know up until the day he died he finally realized that Reality is terrifying, but it's the only place to get a decent meal <laughs> and uh right and that was that was kind of cool, but then it was, it's like, hey, you're not an avatar, are you? Because you're thinking while you're watching the scene like that's how come he doesn't look weird He was just he looked real, and it's no longer Asarak or whatever the yeah. the Anarak the wizard the, the wizard's gone
1: What's I thought that was really interesting too, because the whole time I was reading the book you're a whole, you're wishing all along that Halliday was still alive somehow. And I kept thinking, Oh, I bet Halliday figured out how to transfer his consciousness into Oasis in the book. That's what I was thinking. And oh well, by the time we get to the end of it, he's gonna pop out and be like, Oh look, he's he's alive, here he is. And uh he he, he doesn't. He's dead. Right. He's he's like bona fide, certified <laughs> dead. Dead. <laughs> but Bonafide I still find him c- certified <laughs> Bonafide Certified <laughs> Certified dead. Um but I remember thinking all along in the book, oh, there's something more to this Holiday character than... Why do you want him to be
0: Holiday so bad? Ho- you just holiday. listen to that Madonna song on the way here? No,
1: I, I don't know why. When I read the book, I always... When they write weird characters' names in books, I always think... I would appreciate being told how to pronounce this as I read it. Because I just always in my well,
0: brain... Well, you had two 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 and a half hours of the pronounced movie it Holiday when, when I read the book.
1: Holiday. Anyway, I thought it was a nice I thought it was a nice
0: ambiguous uh ending for Halliday. Is that the inference that maybe he did transfer his consciousness into that, the I
1: thought I it was. He's like, what's the deal? He's why are
0: you so different in here? Yeah, cuz he's like you're not an avatar. He's like, no. And he's like, well, then what are you? And he's like, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy's supposed to go Then he shuts the door and, <laughs> and turns back into the room. We little got to meeting. <laughs> yeah. He like had meeting his, he's his like, like oh, that's me as a kid. I like to have <laughs> him he's around like, sometimes. come on. Yeah. He
4: said, come on. That's weird. To this little self.
2: No, no. See, here's the thing.
1: Um, Patrick's about to tell
2: it's us. It's like uh, he took all the best uh, graphics of the Oasis and put it in his one little spot. <laughs> so it's like the big cutscene at the end of something, you know? It's like oh, it's okay. the best cutscene. He put all the mu- all the budget into that. So right. that's, that's <laughs> right. <how laughs> he's like he's just waiting for somebody to do it, and then that's how they did it.
0: Well, that's it. If you guys are starting your Oasis account uh, tomorrow, wh- who are you going to design your? profile. Right. Are let's your,
1: let's start with Patrick.
0: Apparently your avatar there's no copyright restrictions on it whatsoever. Make Great. it look like anything you want in the whole world.
2: Yeah, on the T eight hundred and T two and I'm riding the motorcycle. <laughs> that's cool yeah, yeah. Well, apparently oh,
0: you have to buy that stuff too cause and not only that but the gas you have to pay for it. what a drag man in the oasis you have to pay for gas what I feel like drag. I'm always
2: the guy I would always be the guy at the end of the race like just mooching coins <laughs>
0: <laughs> just that's like nice. in real life just like <laughs> <laughs> in real life, yeah. you know in uh <laughs> in uh Super Mario World is one of uh Abby's favorite games she plays it uh she played quite a bit here recently and she's always going around trying to get all the coins and I'm like, dude, you you don't need to get these coins. You can get one-ups any other way in the world. These coins are just such a distraction. And she says to me, she says, "Slave to the coin." <laughs> then later on, <laughs> she knows. <laughs> later she on, knows. she's playing Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> she's doing <laughs> the same kind of thing. Yeah, and she said it again. She's like, "Slave <laughs> to the banana." All right. Anyway, that's, yeah, funny. that's it, Mike. Who are you going to be in the Oasis?
3: Oh, Spawn.
0: <laughs> Maybe oh, that's that was you, man. Oh, shoot. That's just you. Spawn. Here comes Spawn. That's it. Just Spawn. You know when, when this movie comes out on Blu-ray and we all watch it again, when Spawn comes on the screen, <laughs> we're going to go nuts. And there's Mike. <laughs> spawn. <laughs> Here he comes. Tyler, what are you going to be inside the Oasis?
1: <coughs> uh... I think that I would I would want to be like um I'd be want to be like young Han Solo you know like young Harrison Ford Han Solo mm-hmm. but with all the all of Marty McFly's crap like I want a hoverboard and a flying DeLorean oh yeah That's but I, nice also want, I also want I also want to be Han Solo with his like laser gun yeah that works there That's are no good.
4: cool girl people
0: I think uh,
1: like
4: it's like Jessica Rabbit or like <laughs> Wonder, Wonder Woman. <laughs>
0: Why the hell Jessica, it Jessica Rabbit. Rabbit?
4: <laughs> I don't. know I guess I'm just thinking cartoons or whatever. No,
0: it anything. Not a very pragmatic choice for I think for that, that, that she
3: reason. was thinking about that for herself.
4: So. Yeah. She's
0: yeah.
3: The redhead.
4: I don't know, man.
0: You got to be the last one to pick, Bethy. You got to come up with something good. No. what's yours then, Josh? Oh, I would be Theodore Rex for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Theodore Rex. <laughs> <Could be> any <laughs> reference? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or I would be Mac.
4: Oh yeah, Oh my gosh, I thought about that one actually But I was like, I want to be pretty <laughs> so.
0: What if you were like hot and There's Mac. no
4: skill set with Mac You just have to like be carried around by somebody <laughs> <laughs> What if you
0: You know, uh, so like Bugs Bunny Would dress in drag to distract people yeah. You could be like the drag Mac <laughs> You know, like with lipstick Freaking And, drag and drag a wig, wig. <laughs> That is you
3: That's Change your picture on that? the we- website <laughs> drag (laughs) Uh.
0: hey uh after we recorded this episode tyler felt terribly conflicted about choosing han solo rather than indiana jones um and i was worried that he was going to thrash around in his bed at night uh if there wasn't an amendment to the episode so Please comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com. Let us know what you thought about Ready Player One, especially um, if you have exposure or lack thereof to the book and if that tainted your view or if you went in and enjoyed it one way or another or another, or you just hated it either way. Um, the most important thing is that you buy a shirt, right, Patrick? Because there's like a handful of them left out there in the world.